Sinai Amp Live, Cardi Entertainment. Follow me on the street legends. Let it go, let the good take hold. I'm a brother from the West who was blessed with a soul. Let me tell you about a place you probably don't know. Yeah. We still live in Cali, got a style cultural. We was known for the 60s, for Panthers and hippies. Now we known for murders, pimps, and 360s. Sideshows, high-speed chases, too. And a crack epidemic that'll turn you blue. And an AIDS epidemic that could end you, too. It's the yay, baby, bubba, and I thought you knew. Yeah. Oakland to Vallejo, Vallejo to the Zay. The Zay to the Sco, AKA as the Bay. Unique, so to speak, in a whole lot of ways. We we hardly get the love cause we close to LA We got our own slang, but everybody took it Now we going dumb down the Ave driving crooked It's Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, sitting with my partner in podcasting across from me, Eman Bates. The PIP, that is me, and we are back in the studio for episode 95. Five more to the 100th, baby! Wait, are, was it 95 or 96 today? 90... Was it 95 last week? Wait, I thought it was 90. I think we're on 96. Are you... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> We've been fucking we this up constantly. We need to fact check that. Let I thought see. it was 90... I thought it was 95. Let's yeah. see. Oh, 96, you're right. Fuck. <laughs> it is 96. So four more to the four more to the milestone, baby. Let's yes, do it. Yes, <laughs> sir. And you know what's funny, too? I was listening to a couple weeks back, and I totally forgot to like introduce your name on the intro. Yeah, I, you I, did. I was like my partner in podcasting sitting across from me, and then I just didn't say anything after that. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, we're nine, 95 in right now, so this is 96, so I have to get to this point. Our memory if you guys game. don't know who I am at this point, or he is, then you're listening to the wrong podcast, but I hope you are listening to our podcast and you know who we are. Hey. Exactly. <laughs> um, but anyways, to start off the podcast, that was a song called The Bay um, by um, hip-hop group from Oakland, California. Uh, Zion I, and the reason I started it with that is um, unfortunately because the founding member and the hip-hop artist that you heard rapping on that um, first verse there, um, Zumbi, um, real name Steve Gaines, passed away unfortunately to COVID-19 yesterday, so uh, I want to shout out him and show some love. That was literally one of my favorite songs in high school. It came out my senior year, and I used to ride around to it constantly. Um, yeah, it came out in 2005, so... Rest in peace to him. Um, did we have any? Was there any other RIPs that you had yeah, noted down? Yeah, the producer of uh, who's the producer of Nas's one mic? Chucky Thompson. Oh yeah, yeah, Chucky Thompson. Good thing you remembered that one. Yeah, he's he's produced a shitload of stuff for Usher, for you know Mary J. Blige, for you know all the bad. But he was like heavily involved in the Bad Boy production um, back in like the days of Biggie and all that. So uh, yeah, we want to say rest in peace to him as well. He did Big Papa. Yeah, he did and Big me Papa and my for bitch. sure. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he sure did. Yeah. Um, I guess he's there's there's supposed to be um a documentary coming out about Mary J. Blige and like how her upbringing and I guess he's heavily involved in that documentary so we can look for that to check out. Dope. And then an almost R.I.P. Dude, did you see the video of Andre Drummond and his kid today? No, dude, fucking I, I, his kid like an infant kid is like sitting on the edge of the pool and whoever the adults were that were around weren't paying attention. Kid falls in the pool. You just see Andre Jumman come barreling from inside the house, jump straight in the pool, and grabs his kid. I'm like, Jesus. That is crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm glad, you know, glad the best case scenario out yeah. of that happened for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. 
It was funny watching his gigantic ass trying to get out of the pool. Uh, Andre Drummond is a giant <laughs> human being. He's enormous. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, shout out Andre. We still love him, even though he's not a piston anymore. Do we though? I still do. do we do. I still do. do we still I, I, I you? No bad blood with Andre Drummond. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, was, I respect him a lot. He was though. a bit of a letdown in, as a piston, if we're talking honestly, because he was kind of like a first half kind of player. You know what I mean? Like he was always good, like up to the All Star break, and then he would just do shit afterwards. So, I don't know. But speaking of sports, though, dude, uh, Tigers are kind of on a tear right now, too. They're second in the AL Central. Dude. <laughs> I'm so happy that some some Detroit sports team is trying to get active, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's his, what's my man's name from the Tigers? Uh, Badu? Who, wait, who? Badu. Like, the what's it, Akil Badu? I don't even know. Uh, I haven't I think, been watching them. I, I got to start watching them. I think he's, like, First bat. Yeah, I've been see- every time I see him, he bats like two eighty or something like that right now. We should be he's getting tickets. Every time I've been downtown and checked that game out, he's hit a home run every Dude, single time. Right now, tickets are probably going for a lot because Miggy's on the race for his five hundredth home run. He's like uh, he's one away from it. I, they, they, I think he was. They were predicting that he might get it last night, but I think they had to take him out of the game or some shit like that. I don't know. I can't remember, but. He didn't get it last night, so yeah. still on the race. I killed Badu was batting two sixty seven. That's like the new hot like hot hand right now for okay. the Tigers. Okay. Dude's yeah, dude's a monster. For some reason we don't get do you notice like when we're scrolling through um or do you have a different uh internet TV? Because I we don't get the Tigers games on the fucking YouTube TV. Uh I, every once in a while they'll I come seen it. pop. Unless it's up. on like uh like a national broadcast, like a, like the night game or something. I so, haven't seen it's usually I, on YouTube FSN. TV, like Tigers, yeah. I mean they had the twins game on me in the last series and I think they had when we were at uh, the Rangers, I want to say that was the other one I checked out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I do want to big up. Uh, there's an NBA news, or not? I guess he's not in the NBA yet, but the uh, my man who just got his first D1 commit today. Or not today, but a couple of days ago, the one-armed basketball player. Oh, that's it. crazy! That yeah, video you showed me is nuts. How uh, the fuck does he do that? His, let me check this kid's name. It was big ups to him. I believe he got a. It was was it Tennessee State or somebody? I think that gave him a D one contract. Yeah, there's a dude, e man sent me this video yesterday. It's this guy balling out playing basketball with one arm, <laughs> and I don't even understand how it works, but it he makes it work. Uh, let me see this guy's name. Wow, well, we're doing that. <laughs> I'll read up. I'll talk about some of the birthdays while you're looking it yeah. up, actually. Um, and then we'll get to drinking some of these beers. Um, we had quite a few this week. Um, we had Detroit rapper who's got an album out right now that we're going to talk about a little bit later today, Boldy James. Um, Hip hop artist that we talked pretty heavily about last week, uh, Tierra Whack. Um, and then Rest in Peace and Long Live Nipsey Hustle. Today is his birthday. He would have been 36. Um, Mila Kunis. We got Chief Keef, we got Ben Affleck, Chris Hemsworth, the great and powerful Whitney Houston, Joe Rogan, uh, Justin Thoreau from one of my favorite shows ever, and Holly Berry. Oh, and Tyson Fury, who I'm just learning the about. Gypsy King. <laughs> yeah. Put some respect on the Gypsy King's name. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so yeah, those are the birthdays, and we'll get to playing you some of this music here um, after by the way, E-Man tells you uh, what we have to drink. Yeah, I will. And by the way, I cannot. Find, I know his last name's Emmanuel, and I'm obviously gonna remember that. Because, you know, <laughs> same name, buddies. But this dude was, this kid was balling out, man. Mm-hmm. Why can't I find? Oh, fuck it, bro. We'll figure it out later. Yeah, it'll, it'll honestly, it'll randomly pop up somehow throughout this episode. And shout out to Kate Cunningham too. He was balling in his, uh, he was balling in his summer league debut mm-hmm. against the Knicks. Mm-hmm. 
it's crazy, dude. Like, COVID fucked me up with the way sports runs. I feel like the season ends and it's like already back on, like in like two seconds. So it's fucking weird. But yeah, what do you got for us to drink today? All right. So over in the homebrew world, uh, shout out to my boy Elliot over at uh, Sidecar uh, Beer. Uh, it's also I work with him right now at Eastern Market and Ferndale Project. But we were working on this beer, right? And I was like, man, I want to do something sweet but light enough to drink because it's getting hot out. Like we were talking about this like before summer, like in the middle of spring. And we decided on a wit beer. And I wanted to do a honey wit. So we kind of came up with the recipe, the grain bill, and everything like that. And ta-da, we got the beer we're about to drink today. It is the Witty the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, dude. That's good. <laughs> uh, honey wit. Uh, should be light. Should be sweet. Should be crispy. Perfect, you know, for like that humid weather. Something cra- like something very crushable. I'm excited for it. I don't have an untap review for you guys this week because it's not on untap yet because y'all can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyways, while we're pouring a little bit of these up and giving it a taste, uh, we're going to play you some of the birthday music here, so I'm going to start this off with a little bit of Hansel Emmanuel. Hansel Emmanuel. I, I want to make sure that was important. Hansel Emmanuel is the uh, basketball player who got a D1 scholarship offer from Tennessee State. Nice. So shout out to him, man. Well, to start this off, here's a little bit of Boldy James off his brand new album. Here's Faked Flowers. Happy birthday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where we at? Bo Jacks, let's get it. Down in Saratoga with titties on the yacht, ain't talking areola. Two for ten purple tops, high boxing for paranoia, non opinionated. Please don't ask me how I feel about it. Everything I stand on in these streets, I'm down to kill behind it. Die about it. Possibly the first to say I got it honest. Turn the 504 into a block, this shit ain't rocket science. Got this shit down to a T. Broken poster did his big, got power dope in the strig. How you get out doing three? Still getting hit off on consignment. Here's a little Tierra Whack for you. Let's keep that. I- I'm serious. <laughs> Don't delete that. <laughs> Huh. What about Ebound? Everybody walking like me now. Everybody talking like me now. Heard I'm who they wanna be now. What about Ebound? Everybody walking like me now. Everybody talking like me now. Heard I'm who they wanna be now. What about Ebound? Everybody walking like me now. Everybody talking like me now. Heard I'm who they wanna be now. What about Ebound? Everybody walking like me now. Everybody talking like me now. Heard I'm who they wanna be now. Quack, quack, damn shit, killer. Watch I got holes in the dinner. I ain't been home in a minute. What? I ain't never seen no selling. Mm. Come a guy, yeah, he nailing. Yeah. Audio, I'm top. A little bit of neighborhood nip for you. R.I.P. R.I.P. So good. I've been listening to a lot of nip lately. Man, underrated too. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice? Got to roll the dice, that's why all my life I've been grinding all my life, look All my life, been grinding all my life Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price Wanna slice, got to roll the dice, that's why all my life I've been grinding all my life, look I'm married to this gang, that's who I made my wife Said I'd die alone, I told that bitch she probably right One thing that's for sure, not a stranger to this life Got a safe that's full of Franklin's and a shoulder full of stripes I don't know a nigga like myself 
I say self-made, meaning I design myself. County jail fades, you can pull my file yourself. Spy rage, swallow. Little bit of Chief Keef. Oh man, this is the no. We have to let this play. This is the greatest intro in all of fucking hip hop to me. I love this intro to the. I love this so much. Shut the fuck up. I mean, don't worry about me. I'm using it in a constructive way, I feel like. This is my favorite Gears of War shooter song. Hands down, baby. And the queen of all queens, probably uh, probably the best voice of all time, if you're really being honest here, Whitney Houston. R.I.P. So fucking good. Incomparable Whitney Houston. Gotta let this one play a little bit. Oh yeah. Gotta let this one dig in. Sing this alone in the car really loud by myself. <laughs> that's just like, so good <laughs> I mean if anybody out there wants to call their ex like we don't condone that after listening to that song um, <laughs> oh man, man I think I'm gonna oh, listen to what Elliot, you on the way home Elliot Britt Eric I owe you guys an apology side pool beer by side the way side pool beer I said sidecar it's side pool uh, I apologize 
However, let's get into the beer. In, in the words of my friend sitting across from me, it's very crushable, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> very crushable, very easy drinking. Yeah, it is. Pretty sweet. Uh, it's like light on the taste, which is kind of nice. It's like really re- like refreshing, you know? Mm-hmm. I would say like it's definitely uh, yeah, it's definitely something you could drink in around like the 89 degree weather, man. And you get a little bit of the honey and like the aftertaste mm-hmm. of it, too. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah the honey is pretty consistent throughout. Like It kind of yeah. like tastes it up front. It's not really like... <laughs> get another sip on that one. That get another sip on that bad boy. <laughs> yeah, it's really and dude, I, it's that good, man. So, no, it's it, like the honey is pretty consistent throughout the whole beer, like taste too. Like so, the profile is like right on point uh-huh. from, for like a wit beer and what it's supposed to be. So. Yeah. Oh man, dude, I can't even tell you how happy I am to just be sitting here with just the two of us today. <laughs> right. It's so much harder to shape the whole episode around when you have guests. You know what I mean? Because we can't get we into our nerd bag. Mad <laughs> guess. <laughs> like, a lot of guess and a lot of the time. The I'm last not mad at it. Though. No, it's been really I'm cool, dude. It. It's been really cool. And then actually, speaking of guests, um, last night, uh, Mirage's uh, Mirage Virtuoso, who you heard on the podcast a few uh, what was that three weeks ago? Yeah, something like that. Um, she had her Zofine festival and today. And today, yeah, today. It was supposed to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but there was some kind of power Shout outages because of the storm. Shout out to Mirage, by the way, man. She put on it a cool event. It was such a really dope fun. event. Like, yeah. I was happy. I got a lot of photos and videos coming forward. You can you know, follow us on the Beats and Brews Instagram, of course. So I'll post that from there. It was a lot of guys I want to check out. So shout out. I got a list of people. I yeah, yeah, read them off because man. I forgot to write some of them down. And there was like, besides, obviously, Nappy Devi was there, who's also a uh, Beats and Brews alumni. Um, he was phenomenal. Like the three of us, me, Sean, and E, and, and Lindsay, we were just and four of us, I guess. Uh, we're standing There's around a, like this kid's gonna make it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> one of the uh, one of the vendors out there, this uh, dude, poor uh, poor by Prism. I want to shout him out. He had a lot of dope artwork for sale and stuff oh, too. Hopefully, he moves something. Uh, shout out to Addictive Clothing Brand as well. By the way, uh, I got a chance to kick it up with them. As for artists, the first one you guys saw, like, was on the projector screen. Al exists. She was awesome. She is amazing. I awesome. caught her a week before that when we, I went to Fun Festival. She was with. Uh, she was actually on Anna's set, oh, okay. singing back up with Danny Darling. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, she that's dope. Can, like, she's dope. Shout out Hugo Biggs. Uh, shout out Bryce the Third, who probably like was that he the dude one that was ha- spitting with the with the braids. Uh, who? No, Bryce the Third is bald. Oh, okay. Like, no, yeah, that, that, no, he was. He played her. You know, you weren't there for that. I caught him sell, like when oh, I was okay. solo by myself. That dude has hell of an energy to him, and I can't wait for you guys to see the videos of that when I post that. <laughs> so shout out to him. He was amazing. And then it was another guy on here too. But yeah, Mirage did a hell of a job with that man. And it was I, really interesting. Like it was almost. I was talking to Danae about it uh, today, and I was like, it was almost like, um, like a, make, like a drive-in, like concert movie type of deal. Because like all the performances were pre-recorded, and they like pr- blasted them it. on the b- side you, of the building. You missed all the live ones. When, when was that? You there was before Earlier before you guys got there. Oh, yeah, okay, you missed yeah, all yeah. the live ones. Oh, okay, yeah. like right when you yeah, because we caught like the last like two. Mike Jack, by the way, is the guy I want to talk about uh, for a minute. Mike Jack was awesome. Uh, that was the very first set I caught. Dude had an amazing energy to him, and the whole thing about the festival it was promoting mental health awareness. Yeah, so that was a beautiful part about it, and that's something you know I really love and I really respect and I really like care about in my life. Mm. So to see something dedicated to that, that was dope. So I want to shout out everybody involved in it. As to your point when you were saying about the live shows, yeah, that was like early in the day. I got there about like four o'clock or so. 
and they had like all like live and then they switched to because i guess it was like a timing constraint type thing so and that plus uh friday they had to move it because they had you know that's when they had the power outages and shit like that so a lot of people couldn't uh get like set time figured out so they decided to record everything at home or like an uh off shoot location like or remote location i think it was right inside the house that's what mirage told me was it was it right oh from them right inside the house that it was on what was it's called the living room right or living room living room room, i think yeah Yeah. so yeah shout out to them they're uh those guys are cool yeah it was a really cool event and man mirage is just such a cool person like we chopped before i left last night um her and I talked for like a good 10, 15 minutes, and she's just such a like a pleasant person to be around. So, shout I saw, out to her. I saw Anna was playing today too. Cause, uh, oh, she, was that today? She had, a, <sighs> she had a set on Friday, or and then it got canceled because of the whole power outage situation. I still have yet to see her solo without Honey Monsoon, and I've been wanting she to do it. She puts on a hell of a show, man. Oh my god, I heard she's so good with yeah. the beat pads and all that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, and like, now she's rapping and shit now too. Oh, she's <laughs> rapping on there too. Shout out Anna, man, you're oh, awesome. That's what I told. I told her that on uh, like when I saw her at Fun Fest, I'm like, dude, you got a whole different swag to you from when we first met. I, I like, know I, she was so I, shy I, and I stuff. <laughs> Like, keep doing that shit. Yeah, she's awesome, dude. I, I like how she's doing little photo shoots and promo for her music and stuff. I'm like, good, good for you. This is awesome. I, there's a lot of people, man, that are really kind of turning their game up uh, when it comes to the people that have been on the podcast. So shout oh, out to everybody and a real quick shout Breeze, out. Breeze, man. Breeze drops so often. It's Breeze crazy. Does, <laughs> it's amazing. Breeze, you know, <laughs> Breeze, we love you. Prolific. Come to the show anytime. Like, you already know. Yep. You already know the vibes with you. Oh, uh, I didn't wish shout- Hypo wants to come back on, too. He just hit me. Yeah, he messaged me, too. Oh, cool. Yeah, or the Beats and Bruce page, actually. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. He sent to the Beats and Bruce yeah. page. Yeah, I'll fi- yeah Hypo, we'll- we got you, bro. I know you got a couple projects lining up. Like, you already know. You're family of the show. So. Shit, we definitely have Hypo on. Hypo is the only one. This motherfucker drove all the way out to Detroit just to bring us a couple hoodies. <laughs> I want to... Right? That was how- I, was I awesome. do want to... Give a shout out to because the day before or Friday night, I uh, I got a chance to go check out this uh this director mm-hmm. Anton Bassey. Uh, I was at his like TV show premiere. Oh, oh really? yeah, I Where saw his pilot. Uh, it was actually at Taylor and Tim's house. Oh shit! Yeah, shout out T Green. That's shout awesome. out Tim Blackman. Uh, yeah, I got an invite. I was at the screening. The shows he got are fucking amazing. I think it was the Legend of Marty Mall. Uh, was my favorite one, and he has another one. Uh, they were all filmed in Detroit, too. Like, the first clip was filmed at Yum Village, mm-hmm. and then the second one was filmed there around uh, Detroit area. And actually, uh, Omar Gonis, who records in the studio, he has that song with Nick, just, just dropped. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in, the, he's in that, too. Oh, and cool. then uh, Will from uh, Willis Show Band, okay. who was also helps out with last night's event. Uh. So everything all ties together. Like <laughs> It's funny. I just ran into Omar's bandmate, Eric Washington. He was at a... Uh, um, one of those album release party things that Sean and I went to a few weeks ago. It was good to chop it up with him. He said that him and Omar might start working on some stuff again. But, you know, Omar's doing like a million damn things right now. He's kids in commercials. He's on yeah, fucking billboards. Man. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, that is a busy man. Yeah, shout out Omar. Yeah, well, when you have like a chiseled face and you look perfect, it's pretty easy to be marketable, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, though. I'll be watching like TV and all of a sudden he's in those like stupid like uh, like cash gambling ads and shit. It's so funny. Um, but anyways, you want to uh, roll into something old, something new? Yep. Oh, uh, real quick, shout out to uh, Crystal and Shakira, who were the two actresses in the uh, oh, cool. Antoine Bazzi thing. Follow me on Instagram, so I want to give them a shout out too. So yep. it's cool how much random stuff like that that just like is all over the city. Like <laughs> I was so Danae just shout out to Danae who um, you will be seeing on this podcast shortly. We have some special things planned with her. But um, she just moved down here, right? So she's in Midtown, and uh, <laughs> she had, like, one of her girlfriends come in last night, and she was talking about how 
they just went on a walk and all of a sudden ended up at some like impromptu hippie jam thing that was going on at this house. Sounds about and then right. the inside was like an art installation gallery. I was like, welcome to Detroit. <laughs> like that, that kind of weird shit is I everywhere. Mean, that, that, that sounds about right. It tracks. <laughs> yep. So that's pretty cool. All right. So but anyways, I'll kick it over to you. Yep. All right, we're going to start off with something old first, correct? Something old, my friend. All right, so way back when in the time of last night, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to do the intro, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> How did I forget? Thank you, Andy. I think we forgot last week, too. Well, last week, you Yeah, know. we had no fun. <laughs> so... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> we, uh... Let's get into it. <sighs> we're off the vocal cords. Let me get some more of Elliot's brew in there. <laughs> Ah, one, two, and one, two, something, 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 no, 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 something, 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 new, 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 all right, my friend, what do you got for something old this week? All right, so, as I was saying, way back in the long time ago of last night, right, uh, shout out to Keesling, one of my favorite bars in the city of Detroit. Uh, I hate blowing up the spot, but that's a spot that I have no problem blowing up. <laughs> yeah, Keesling's the shit. <laughs> uh, I they, ended my night there. Their music selection, bartenders are always there. They always got dude. Some they were killing it last night. They were playing Bobby Caldwell night. while we were in there. It was yeah, amazing. man. <laughs> uh, one of the albums they had on was very reminiscent of my blog era time mm-hmm. in 2011, right? And it made me realize how much I love this artist. And we have all this debate about was this his first album or not. And I'm going to talking about Kendrick Lamar's Section 80. Yeah. That was fucking phenomenal. And then I, I'm thinking about just hearing this and then hearing like a damn compared mm-hmm. now. It's just like you can already see the trajectory Kendrick was going to be on. Yep. Man. I, this wasn't even I don't even think this was my introduction to Kendrick. I think it was look out for detox like that uh, freestyle oh, yeah, he did yeah. over yeah. that. Gambino song. Mm-hmm. That was my introduction to Kendrick, and I'm like, okay, this guy's cool. His voice is kind of annoying, but I see I could get the appeal. Mm-hmm. And I go back and listen to this. I'm like, all right, I like this. And then ever since then, the Good Kid, Mad City, for instance, I listened to every day for like two months when that came out. So at good. one point, the skits but, all the way through. It's great. Yeah, but this great. section eighty, man, just skits in this album, just like mm-hmm. consistently, is just. Solid man. I think Cushion Corinthians was the first song I ever heard by Kendrick. I think Rigor Mortis is still my favorite oh song. Oh my god, that song Mortis, is so crazy, this, bro. You cannot fuck with that flow and that cadence of Rigor Mortis. And it so was just hard like, at the end, too. It's insane <laughs> to me, man. Let me pull that up. Uh, as far as features, let's see BJ's Chicago Kid, Ab Soul, GLC, Colin Moreau. Uh, yeah, it wasn't really that many feature heavy on this one, too. Yeah, no, that was like really about This was like was Kendrick's, in. like, yeah. This was Kendrick's, like, hey, I'm here, party. I'm about to take over this shit. And then he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Between yeah. him him and Drake, I would say. Which one would you want? you want me to play Rigor Mortis? Uh, I think Tammy's song was the one that made me want to, like, pull this on something. Okay. Over. Yeah, let's do Rigor Mortis. Do okay, Rigor Mortis? Okay. Let me pull that up. Here is a little bit of Rigor Mortis off Kendrick Lamar's first, I guess we'll call it first album, right? Yeah. I, 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 won't, I will not fight you on this anymore. <laughs> it's his first album. We'll just call it Section 80. <laughs> Here's Rigor Mortis. Get a little bit more of that uh, Witty, witty the Pooh. <laughs> All right, here we go, third take. Y'all want any more? <laughs> Real quick, Ali. 
I almost want to fast forward to the last mm. verse. Got me breathing so with dragons. I'll crack the egg in your basket, you bastard. I'm merely Manson with madness. Now just imagine the magic I like to ask is don't ask for your favorite rapper. He did. Yes, sir. Amen. Chuch. He did. I killed him. Amen. Bitch. And this is rigor mortis and it's gorgeous when you die I leave recorded and I'm Morpheus, the matrix in my mind I'm out the orbit, you an orphan and a hairdresser combined I'm on the toilet when I rhyme Those drums coming crazy I decline, I climax where you begin and then I end on cloud nine And that's important when you morph into an angel in the sky And don't be forging all my signatures, my listeners reply And tell me that you biting style, you got a hell of an appetite And I'ma be here for a while, just buckle up before the ride Or knuckle up if you can fight we This is the first video by him, I recall So I just want to see Kendrick perform this song live. It's so crazy. Bad. Yeah, I, the first time I ever saw him live was off the Section 80 tour, so I saw that shit. It was crazy. Does he hit it like this? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Ooh, that shit's crazy. Yeah. He cares. I'm going to be calling back to that fucking Tyler interview a million times over the next year. <laughs> did you ever see Did you ever see the video of uh, Kendrick impersonating Tyler? Yes, I have. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> I don't know what time that's from either. Like, I didn't. Were, are they friends with each other? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. They all they they all came around the same time. But yeah, yeah I kind of had a feeling because I know Schoolboy hung around with all like that around the Mac, Mac Miller, Miller house yeah. area and all that shit. But anyways, yeah. So, no, do you ever hear that story about how Ken or uh, Schoolboy Key was supposed to be on Who That Boy? Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> So no, I didn't. So on Tyler's album Flower Boy, there's that song called Who That Boy with ASAP Rocky. Uh-huh. Somebody tweeted Tyler. Uh, yeah, like I'm, you know, I'm surprised Schoolboy Q is not on this song with you guys. I feel like he would have been a good fit. Oh no, no, no! They tweeted Schoolboy Q that like you should have been on that song, and he goes, "Yeah, Tyler never sent me the beat." And Tyler tweeted him back, "You fat fuck! I sent that to you six months before we did that song." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, anyways, I know that I've been saying I'm gonna go back and do these rock albums, but I just can't right now, man. I'm just on a hip hop kick right now because of this fucking versus shit. And now I'm getting prepared for the next verses, um, which is going to be, I, I think it's the next one. Um, it's slated to be Nori versus Beanie Siegel. Is that happening? Yeah. We talked about this with Damon Sin, because I edited all those videos and I had to listen back to yep. this. And then They haven't announced the date yet, yet, but okay. it is happening, though, for sure. Oh, um, so that made me want to go back um, with Beanie Siegel uh, to start off with. I think I'm going to listen to some Nori this week. Um but I went with Beanie Siegel's very first album from I think it was like Siegel late is the late ninety nine. It was like late ninety nine or early two thousand. Uh, it's called The Truth. You either get down um, or you lay down. If you lay down, you are gonna stay down. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, no, Beanie's first album is crazy because uh, obviously Beanie was with Rock uh, Rockefeller and all that, so he has you know awesome producers, you know, Kanye, Just Blaze, Rockweiler, Buckwild, you know, all the best names just, and shit. Just, just you know, <laughs> to name a couple, like, you, know, just, you know, just some guys. All the best <laughs> ones, um, and obviously he was, um, you know, one of 
Jay-Z's right-hand men, right-hand men um, in his day. Um, and, man, he's a killer. I'm going to play the song with Jay-Z, actually, because that song is so good. And I'll just let it speak for itself. I don't have too much to talk about with it. Here is Raw and Uncut by Beanie Siegel featuring Jay-Z. What? Spit what, man? Man, I don't know where that shit be coming from, dog. For real. I ain't no fucking rapper, man. 16. I don't know Jay. You don't believe me, Who you know who can spit it till he pop the real? Never thought about rap till he cop this deal. I really held down my block for real. All I knew was crack rock and how to pop the steel. How to box niggas in where they can barely move. Roll with straight thugs, never scary dudes. Keep bodies on them guns, then we share our tools. Deuce run ball from Philly like Larry Hughes. Keep the desert eagle with the bean tucked by the scrotum. Get locked in jail, run the block, cell open. Mom work in jail like you drove. L's roll them. Rookie nigga clipping niggas like L Odoms. I got dough, I choose not. Not to spin it, catch me and Ava some budget and something rent it. Long as the wind is tenant, I'm in it. I was holding we'll turn it down for a second so we can hit Jay's verse too. <laughs> we keep it raw and uncut for all my niggas and hoes. The first time you sniff it, it might hurt your nose, but only the strong survive, and that's how life goes. That's just the life we chose. We don't complain, that's just how it be. I shuffle back against the ropes like Ali. I hustle through the alley, through the valley of the death, and I never play fair in the eyes of the rap. Look, give me a tech, and I come back right. Can't throw us out the game, you ain't got enough strikes. Come at me wrong, I come at you the same. Come at me sideways, I come flash your brain. Come at me indirect, I come back with names. I'm hot like falling water, I come back with cane. Keep it raw and uncut for all the bitches and hoes. And the first time you're sniffing, it might hurt your nose. But only the strong survive, and that's how it's a little bit of run on cut. Man, they're so good back then. Jay-Z was spitting so crazy in the 90s. Um, but anyways, yeah, I thought it was a funny story, too. So uh, Nori had Beanie Siegel on Drink Champs uh, to kind of, like, talk all this out because they've been calling each other out back and forth on the Internet for the last, you know, couple weeks. And so Beanie, Beans went up there, and he was telling this story about uh, when he was first signed, and he didn't know who Lior Cohen was at the time. Um, and they were in a studio session, and Lior wanted him to like scrap a verse or change something or something about one of the songs, and and so he told him told uh, Beans to do that, and Beans got like all defensive and pissed and pulled a gun on Lior Cohen, Jesus. Uh, not knowing who he was. He just thought he was some random like engineer or something in the studio, and and uh, pulled a gun on uh, on him, which is. Funny because I was just thinking about what happened here. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was listening to st- like a completely unrelated, well, I guess similar story, but unrelated to the two people. I was like, I heard the story about DJ Who Kid and uh, Big Pun. Who Kid was a wild dude. Did you hear the no, story about BJ no. Who Kid and Big Pun? So there was a I forgot who I forgot who made the track, but it was like a diss track that went around like a, uh, a it was a diss track to Terror Squad or something mm-hmm. like that. Forgot who the fuck made the song or whatever, but they were shopping around. I want to say it was fifty, probably. But, yeah, that makes sense. I want to say it was fifty, but that no DJ in New York would touch that song because of like whatever reputation. I think this is actually before fifty, but anyway, no DJ would touch this song or whatever. It somehow gets to Who Kid and they pay him a bunch of money, and this is when Who Kid starting out. So he took the, he took it and stuff like that and started and played the song and it got you know went all over New York and shit like that. He's walking out of some place. And then his limo pulls up, 
And then Big Pun gets, or somebody grabs him, puts him in a limo, and Big Pun has him by gunpoint. For oh, much. shit. Like, about, <laughs> like, like to, uh, to, like, why'd you play that song and shit like that. They have I'm this, like, this shit's crazy. Fat Joe's talked about it a million times. He has this thing called the white van treatment that they used to do back in the day. It was, like, their way of, like, getting people to back down. Like, you would... They would throw people into a white van and beat the shit out of them. <laughs> that, I mean, that's that was it, the white van treatment. I mean, that's what they did. What was it Def Row? <laughs> Def Row. They. I heard the stories of. Uh, they'll make you like. They'll put you in a dark room and have you freestyled. And if it sucks, they just beat the shit out of you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Glad I don't come from that era of uh, making rap. That music. shit's dark. Man. <laughs> oh man. Um. But yeah. So beans. Um, yeah, amazing. I'm excited for the versus battle. I don't know when the date is, but hopefully they announce that soon. Um, what do you have this week for something new? So, I got a lot. I do want to talk about Isaiah a little bit more, too, because we didn't really have a lot of time to talk about um, music last week. Um, so, yeah, what do you got? Uh, for my something new, I listen to quite a bit of music. I'm trying Me to figure too. out... I do have a guilty pleasure song I like, but I won't get into that one right now. <laughs> and you are you know what it is. You don't know what it is, but you know what it is. Uh, I do want to talk a lot about this uh, this Boldie James project since yes. we're going to keep it in the spirit of Detroit. Spirit of his birthday was just passed. Yep. Uh, Boldie James coming with this Bo Jackson project, man. Mm-hmm. Well, produced by Alchemist. Uh you know, business as usual for Alchemist, I would That's say. That's for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, he killed it. Like, this shit just rise, man. Uh, got that Benny feature, who Benny also we're going to talk about, too. Release some new music as well. Uh, this shit was just, I threw it on, like, for songs like this, like, songs like where it's just like this great, like, the Griselda's and stuff like that. It's best for me to listen in the gym or something like that, mm-hmm. and that's why I always I have more. It makes me kind of go harder when I hear like the grittier bars and shit like that. And that's what Boldy is really known for is like that gritty, like that reality, like in your face, yeah. like style, like of rap. This shit was just exactly that. Got the stove, got cooks feature, got Rock Marciato in her sweatshirt, got Currency and Freddie Gibbs. The features I mean, are perfect. Yeah. Like the way they laid out the features on the song. It was everybody perfect. that really fucks with Alchemist and like that whole like his production style. I would say. Yeah. So. And I'd have to say, for my taste, this is a straight level up for Boldy James to me because I feel like on his last one on the uh, Price of Tea in China. Um, he had that kind of slow-paced flow for the majority of the album on that album. And I feel like here, he's definitely experimenting with different flow patterns a lot. Like, even, he's definitely sped up some of it. And, like, even, like, in the intro on uh, Double Hockey Sticks, it starts with, like, a kind of slower pace. And then halfway through, it kind of switches the beat, the tempo and the and the beat. And he starts going. So Even on a, was the one after that, Versace Tapes came out, like, mm-hmm. same that year. It's kind of like a similar thing where it's just, like, he has, like, kind of, like, I won't even put him in, like, a one-dimensional because that's not true. He's not a one-dimensional artist. Yeah, clearly not because but of this. But I would say it's kind of like you know what you're getting type deal with this. And I had this debate with you in, like, in our text thread with me and you and Sean. I was like, I think I like Price of Tea in China better. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to go listen back a little bit more and I'm like, Nah, never mind. This is different. This is dope. It's crazy, <laughs> man. Yeah, I mean, I love Price of Tea China. Don't get me wrong. And, and Alchemist and Boldy have got three albums together now, so that's pretty sweet too. But um, yeah, Boldy's awesome. These Griselda dudes, it's like bo- two of them dropped in the same day. For Christ's sake, yeah, Benny the Butcher dropped as well. Um, which I actually ended up seeing online that he said that that was all from one studio session. He recorded the whole album in one day, 
and it was three years ago. So he said he just never put it Talk out and decided the, uh, he wanted to throw it out. The Pyrex Picasso. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, we didn't even play a song from Boldy. Let me play that first. Yeah. Um, we can play the Benny feature. <laughs> well, we're about to play Benny, yeah, so let's just true. go with. I'm gonna, you know what? Uh, let's see which one do I really like here. I'm gonna go with the Stove God Cooks feature. Stove God uh, Cooks is sweet. fucking killing it, yep. man. He really is. Shout out Stove God Cooks, Flea Lord, Rock Marciano. I can't wait for the uh, Flea Lord's got a new album coming out, completely produced by Rock Marciano. So that's gonna be dope. Um, but yeah, here's Diamond Dallas featuring Stove God Cooks off Boldy James and Alchemist's album Bo Jackson. Listen to this album as an instrumental, by the way. Like, you did that with, uh, with Alfredo, I think. Took the pot and went gold. But yeah, agreed. 36 O's, I took the pot and went gold. Diamond on the stove, I took the pot and went gold. Niggas broke the cold, bum niggas trying to own my soul. Diamond on the stove, I took the pot and went gold. Ricky's flaking like some dandruff. See more keys than some handcuffs. Turn one or two, that's an end one. Had to fix a 50 fucking sandwich. Hand in hand, handing out them samples. Late night show, Jay Leno. Bass rental, Nissan stanza. Serving hard arm off the window. Turn my citro into a bonanza. Found the land down in Texarkana. Now we bustin' like I'm Tony Dance, smoking weed. I almost forgot I was gonna just get that go. <laughs> I got a dazed out for a second there. Uh, yeah, that was a little bit of Boldy James for you. And now let's pull up this new Benny so you can get a taste. We don't really have to talk about Benny too much on here because we talk about Griselda damn near every week. <laughs> um, so I'll just play it. I gotta play the track with Conway because that shit was fucking crazy. The last one, fly with me. Yep. God, this is B2, man. Come, come, I look up who did the beat to this. Come, come, when I was broke, when I was broke, my confidence was on a million. My shit was on a million. Because I knew I was coming out of that. Chop of, chop of rock. Split the money up in two for 100 grand in a king. All these racks got your bitch down in Panama City. Yeah, it's for the haters that was planning to get me. Stepping on them zips, got me standing in Finney. This for honest success, and for all the promises kept. You know I'm down to pay homage out of respect. Out of respect. But I still spray hollows out of a tech. Rolling face full of diamonds for when it's time to reflect. Hopping down that same road, so I feel for those. It's harder running the streets when your children know. I'm always on the money trail, I gotta feel for gold. Only rapper to bid with E and do a deal with hope. You know my pedigree, respected by A, body ahead of me. The judge had plans on beheading me. The paperwork said I turned South Buff to a hub dealing drugs. I'm a kingpin allegedly. You know that means piano keys. That's why this piano reads. When they get their first brick. God, I love soul samples on hip hop music. It just sounds so good. <laughs> it sounds so good. I had to pour a little bit more of the uh, the witty de poo. Like these Belgian wheats, man. If I bottom. wasn't driving, I'd be uh, right there with you. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, Benny the Butcher. That project was amazing. And then I think 
I think for once we had all of ours in common. So Big Crit dropped his 13th album or something like that. Yeah, man. Real quick, I want to give you my guilty pleasure artist. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play it, but I do really like the kid Leroy. I started getting into him recently. I don't even know if that is. The kid Leroy. I don't think I've ever. I, that name sounds familiar, but I don't know if he's I know been in a lot. He's been okay, he's been popping up a lot. He's got this song with the Beebs, <laughs> and it's actually oh it's wait, pretty was it on the Bieber album? Did we listen to it? No, I think it was on Killer Roy's album. Did you? No, did that, you? no, they did have they do have that song. That was a separate song, but they have something that just put out recently. And I'm not gonna lie, this guy looks like a tool bag. He does look like a tool bag. <laughs> That's what I say. Guilty pleasure artist. I'm not proud that I like him, but I like him. Okay, <laughs> so what song am I playing? Uh, stay. Stay is a song. Okay. Here is the Kid Leroy featuring the Beebs. The Beebs in the Trap. <laughs> two minutes and twenty-two seconds. I love it. Very poppy, but I like it. mind that at all that's why i was like <laughs> i hate that i love this song but i, I love that song <laughs> it, it, like it's got those kind of drums that just make you want to move your shoulders a little bit was that benny, <laughs> who, who produced that was that benny blanco i don't know let me look at uh, that sounds like some benny blanco would do let me see uh... shout out to benny blanco we need to talk about dave too. oh somewhere. yeah we definitely do oh god yeah we'll get to that after something old something new because i definitely want to talk about that as well let me see C- credits on that are Where's the producer? Where's the producer? Producer Blake Slatkin, Cashmere Cat, Charlie. Po- oh, Charlie Puth is Charlie, one of the producers. Okay. Interesting. I know he's like a Berkeley trained musician, that Charlie Puth dude. Which it's funny because I've heard that he's kind of a douchebag because I know someone that went to school with him. I mean, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Like usually, like the music kids and like the theater kids and stuff like that. They said that. Yeah. Well, my friend. I'm not gonna say who my friend is because I don't want to get him in trouble. But um, he said that he just was had like a pretentious attitude, like right before before he was even anybody. <laughs> yeah. So that's like fake it till you make it, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> yep. Um, but anyways, yeah. But so big crit. On to big crit. Big crit. This project, by the way, he put all his uh, old mixtapes on streaming. By the way, it's too early to say because I've only listened to it twice. But this could be his best project. <sighs> it could be. Cadillac, Cadillac, no Cadillac misses. There's no misses on this album. In Catalacticas it was a tough sale for me just because I'm a like good that's, one that's my that was my crit, favorite crit album. Uh, Forever in a Day is actually probably my favorite one, but man, I don't know. This shit right here though, it's a tough. style not quite free though. It's nuts. No, it, there's not one bad song on this whole project. No, like I I, I I went through it twice already too. I uh, I think I ran back blanks six times in a row before I could continue the rest of the album. 
I fucking love the way jazz horns sound over hip hop drums. Like it just sounds so good. I think right off the rip. Mine was at that too, and I think at the capital was mine as well. At the capital is super tight yeah. as well. I like that one as well. We'll play a little bit of both of them. Here's um, a little bit of blanks off there, so you can style get... not quite free, but big crit. Yeah, he's got such an. I love that how catalog, he's bro. so like. I think there's a stigma with southern rappers too that they're not like lyrical cats, and man, big crit proves all of that shit wrong. Here's a little bit of blanks. I love these horns right off the rip. Oh man, fuck that shit. I've been with it. I was grinding from the sun up to sundown from Mississippi on the late night. The ain't much more that you can tell me. Too. Ain't much that I ain't sold that you can sell me. Out of the kitchen, I'm whipping something to change up. Calling up the radio only for them to hang up. Frustration boiling, I harbor and let it linger. Hit the booth and burn it from fuel from all of the anger. Goddamn, when I'm on and gotta pay up. Every motherfucking time that I weigh up. Roaches in our hotel, I gotta stay up. One day, God gon' answer my prayers. Angels watch over me in my city. In case a hater want my place, and come get it. I never wanted more than I needed, just trying to maintain. Make a couple plays and show my brothers the same thing. Ride clean, even if it was a plain Jane. I used to be on foot trying to chase change. A meal a day will get me through the trenches. A pack of Roman noodles, fago drink ain't fulfilling me. Look at if the next step is Here's a little bit of ask the capo. Off the same Living life like it's 4 p.m. at the cap. Word to Slim Thug on four swangers and adapters. Shine on my vessel, got my statue in the raps. Balling in the mix from here and there after. Wrote another chapter by climbing up the ladder. Got glass on the dash, I just hope it don't shatter in the pieces. Diamond in the gold and the teethers. Accent the features. Pants with the creases, prestigious. With that player shit when I play. The bass might knock the bumper off any day. Keep the drink in the train, well, that's the big by the K. Don't be fronting on my name, you can't live while I stay. You don't pay what I pay to get the cold beef for late. You probably thinking late cause I was talking about steak. It's marble on the plate, crustaceans on the way. Got tired of catching shrimp, so I mixed up the bait. I mixed up the batter, then I baked up the cake. I chopped up the slices and scraped off the flake. I, I I'm sorry for the mix up yeah. and scraped What's off that? the flake. I wanna let this one. I wanna let that one play. I know, dude. Creeping like a slug in the slab on the slope. But if I do the dance, I can keep up with the bows, the race, the Rarries, the licks and the goals. If you ain't riding far and some shit, you can't I bro, flowers, I, bro, I, I want to have this conversation too because I, I, when people talk the best of our generation, they always talk Big Sean, Drake, Kendrick, Cole. People and say I Big feel Sean. Like, yeah, people definitely okay. say Big Sean, um, especially after like the comeback album. Detroit from, like, too. Detroit. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, so like those four get mentioned a lot. I think like Wale should be in there as well, and I feel like Big Crit should be in that conversation I, as well for that our generation. I mean, for the like, blog, we talking blog era superstars. Mm-hmm. Tyler's in that conversation. Max in yeah. that conversation. I, I think Tyler almost transcends that conversation though, because like he's bigger than rap now. He's at that point. So he, J Cole. Not really. J Cole makes rap he, music. He plays basketball now. No, <laughs> he I'm plays talking about, basketball. I'm, I'm talking about in music. <laughs> I'm talking about the music that as he's making. As far as music, it's okay, bigger so. than rap now because he's on a different playing field. He's like almost makes alternative shit. He raps for sure, but like he's capable of more. So I don't even. I think he's on his own island. <laughs> at this hmm. point. I mean, he's he's going to be the next, like, for the next five years, I think Tyler, the creator, is going to be, like, the biggest dude on planet Earth. He's he's, he's got that trajectory. Travis Scott? Like. Travis Scott, but he's not a rapper, man. He ain't lyrical. 
guy can't rap for shit. He <laughs> he he has his moments. He used to. He has his moments. It's all it's all production now. Like yeah. t- I like a lot of people. I didn't know Travis Scott actually produces a lot of shit. I didn't oh yeah, know he that. definitely does. I never knew that. Yeah. Like he actually makes a lot of his own. Beats. Oh yeah. Did not know that. He was like a like obsessive Kid Cudi fan. I know he I mean, studied well, all duh. that shit. Figured <laughs> it out that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, definitely no, does. Yeah. You know, he he took Kid Cudi's like, thing, and I I hate to say it, almost made it. Well, he did it his own. I won't say made it better, but he made it his own. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, also with Crit, another conversation you can have about him is we always talk about who has the coolest sounding rap voices. We're always talking, you know, Rick Ross, Trey the Truth, people like that. I think Big Crit has one of the coolest sounding rap voices in the planet. Also, it's like that awesome Southern draw. Also of the blog era. Do you think MGK is the Fred Durst of our generation? <laughs> MGK is the Fred Durst. I don't know, man. I don't know what you would call MGK. He's a weirdo. That's uh, for sure. I feel like I mean I'm just like I, I used I really was a big fan of MGK like from the lace up and hundred words and running and shit like that. Uh, like on he can definitely rap. There's no denying and, that. But he, he switched genres now. He's doing rock shit. Yeah. I just saw he put out a video with Travis uh, with Travis Barker and then who sh- the dude who shoots everybody's shit now. What's his name? Cole something. Uh, lyrical lemonade, lyrical lemonade, dude. Juice World, uh, guy. Oh, um, oh, it's gonna drive me nuts. I can't think of it, anyway, but I know who you're talking. But about. yeah, he just put out a video with that, and I was like, and I'm just looking at the comment section and shit like that. Like a lot of people hate on MGK, bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. Like, yep. is he like the Fred Durst of like for lim- like millennials? <laughs> <laughs> is he like the- He's a lucky son of a bitch, though. He's dating Megan Fox, so hats off to you. <laughs> She's gorgeous. Um, but no, that's funny that you mentioned Fred Durst, because I just... Did you see the Woodstock documentary yet? Not yet. I, I want to touch on this real quick before we move on, because I have one more album to talk about, but um, it is fucking crazy, dude. Like, <laughs> like what we thought that festival... Everyone thought it was a shit show, right? But until you watch this movie, you don't know how much of a shit show that really was. Like, there was a leak in the... They never, like, came to pick up the porta-potties. Like, they never cleaned them out. So after a while, they just started overflowing into the water runoff that was coming down the back of the hill. Right. So all that mud people were throwing at each other and all that, that they was said shit. it was like 90% shit. It's the monkeys in the zoo, baby. You know, <laughs> So disgusting. I'm really people m- were literally covered in it, like Neil, diving Neil, in it and stuff. Neil, Neil. <laughs> well, how, why, why would you say this when we're about to go to Bonnaroo? Because <laughs> <laughs> Bonnaroo is why a way better because <laughs> Bonnaroo is a way better organization <laughs> run by people that actually don't want to rip everybody off. Oh, man. That's basically what Woodstock was. They'd had they didn't have enough water. They didn't have, you know, play- bathrooms that people could use. Like, they were charging four dollars of water back in nineteen ninety nine. Did the uh, <laughs> did the anniversary of Woodstock ever happen? No, they never did. Okay. They're trying That's to make it. that happen. But I, if you watch this, this I think this puts the nail in the coffin on uh, on having Jesus. that. Uh, that ever happen again because the promoter and the guy that ran Woodstock was such a janky piece of shit. I mean, he was blaming women getting raped on the women for having what their the shirts fuck, off, dude. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, I never watched like, well, the documentary. You, if you're running around without your shirt on, uh, what do you expect is gonna happen? It's like, what That's it makes me push? think of that Dave Chappelle skit almost, and sometimes when Which I think day? about the fucking one about the cop. Oh no! That oh from his stand-up yeah, where no, he's talking. Like, hey, hey, just because I'm dressed like a cop doesn't mean I am a cop. You're talking about the, is yeah. that what you're talking about? Yeah, that shit's funny. No, nah, that's <laughs> fucked up. No, man, like you can't assume shit. Like no, definitely man. not. Well, he's just trying to save face, obviously, because he was getting just destroyed in this fucking How documentary. How is that saving face? I'm surprised. I mean, he's trying to make that? himself look better. He was trying to make himself seem like it was not like because everyone was putting blame on like the festival organizers and shit for making it this like wait hold on frat boy was he was he the original fire fest no actually that one actually happened happened. (laughs) that one actually happened yeah it's not as bad okay (laughs) actually if you can say you can argue it was probably worse (laughs) because fire fest at least no one got fucking 
assaulted and shit like that. But I mean, it just... was crazy though too because think about it. Like with Bonnaroo, you have like eight, nine, ten stages. Woodstock was one fucking stage, so you had a hundred and eighty thousand people packed into one fucking stage. Dude, when you see some of the footage and they do the aerial views like during DMX and shit, you're like. That what in the fuck, people. dude? It is so evil. And then they were giving DMX shit too because he was uh, he performed my N word and was putting the mic to the crowd every time <laughs> it was the time to say that. And the crowd was like ninety seven percent white people. You remember that time uh, Kendrick had that girl on stage? Yeah, the fourteen year old girl. That's what it made me yeah. think of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know some artists like say they're cool with it and everything, but I mean, you probably should just not. Nah, say it. It's, it's, just don't. Just yeah, don't. Just do don't it. do it. Um, Did you listen to the Lizzo Cardi B track? I didn't love it. I didn't listen to it. I felt I was a little disappointed, especially after I listened. Because, all right, first of all, Lizzo's the shit. Um, she had an awesome interview on Hot 97 with Ebro and them that I gained a lot of respect for because she really knows her shit when it comes to music. Like, she was talking about her favorite drummer is the drummer from Mars Volta, and that's who she got to play on her new song. And I was like, what? Lizzo listens to Mars Volta? Mars Volta like, is fire. That shit's so crazy. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I don't know. Rumors, it felt... A little cheesy, like a little bit cheesy. I, I liked the way it sounded. I just thought the the singing part was a you little. Think bit it, on you the think it's just side. like poppy, like you know, just more for the radio type deal. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. What, what, it could grow on me. I don't know. I just didn't like it off the first. Lizzo, listen. she's under Atlantic, right? I don't know where she's at. I want to say it's Atlantic. I know Cardi B is. I, I think Lizzo's under the same label. So also, it was hilarious during the interview because she was like, they were asking her where she was from or whatever, and she's like, you know, I spent most of my time in Houston. But I was born in Detroit, so what up, though, to my Detroit people? I was hey. like, yeah. <laughs> also, there's a Rich Brian is making a comeback. Is that the formerly Rich Chigga? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's got songs with. Uh, he's got two singles out right now. No, actually, you know, here's the thing. Actually, really, he actually can rap. That's, I know a, that's he the thing. Can. He can it's actually just, rap that name very still well. Still makes me laugh sometimes because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> he has a song out with Rick Ross. And, and he has another, and he, and he has another single out with Twenty One Savage. Crazy. That just Good came out. Let's, came... let's look that up. Rich, it's uh, it's on my top five. Does, Tech Nine also dropped. How does he Shout spell Brian? Nine. Is it like I or Y? I. Sean Paul and Ty Dolla Sign too. Oh, dude, Tropical Fuck Storm dropped too. Look at him looking all fucking <laughs> GQ on this fucking picture now. <laughs> That's funny. Um, is he? I, I th- is he like Korean or Indo? I heard. Wait, where, where did you see a new? Oh, it's this California one. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. It's uh, if you go to like the single release, it's called "Run It." Was the Rick Ross one, and then "Lazy Susan" was the Twenty One Savage one. Where is that? Let me see. Oh, let's do the Twenty One Savage one. All right, "Lazy Susan." Here's Lazy Susan by Rich Brian and 21 Savage. 21. Straight up. Straight up. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he's saying, but it sounds good. <laughs> 
That beat is that, crazy, yeah, dude. I don't think neither one of those was Rich Brian, by the way. What's what's that? I think those Warren Hugh, and then I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's which, name. Which one is Rich Brian? My like? way. I, I think he has like third verse. Bro, that's pretty hard. <laughs> that beat is crazy. It's like on some techno shit in the middle there. Um, that's tight. Um, lastly, I wanted to talk a little bit more about Isaiah because it was his first album in five years, and we didn't really have a time to talk about him too much last week. Um, I'm just really... This album is growing on me more and more. and The house is it's, burning. It's probably his least lyrical album, but he's kind of, I feel like, headed in a direction similar to Tyler in a way where he's like... In this real experimental bag, Bold and like, is, I, I don't think that. Well, not 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 like Tyler's doing it because Tyler's doing a lot of the production himself. But I think I, as far as picking interesting things that aren't necessarily um, what you would hear like on a typical hip hop album. I've only been through this album like once or uh, no twice now. Uh, it's definitely I still like the Suns tirades more. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I, I do still like Sun Tyree way more. But I've also had like five years to listen to the Sun Tyree like a jillion times. So I, the more I listen to this, I think the more I'll like it. But yeah, there's definitely more lyrical stuff on the Sun Tyree, but it still has the same kind of, um, you know, experimental vibe a little bit. But it's just, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I guess we'll just play a little bit more for you um, off it. I wanted to play the track with uh, J Rock and J Worthy called True Story because that song is really sweet. So here is a little bit of true story out of Isaiah. I'm super happy he's back. I just bought my ticket to go see him at the Fillmore. Um, I'm Baby really excited God. about that. Did you get yours yet? No, I did not. Get yours. There's only 130 tickets left when I got mine. That was last week. Uh, it's probably gone by now. <laughs> it might. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's selling fast. His tour is going crazy. So here's a little bit of true story. I love Isaiah Rashad. He's probably my one of my favorite. He's in my top 10 of this current generation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, why try and break my heart? We try and change my mind. Yeah, lights on in the crib, I saw on my bitch. Yeah, I said in a field, darker than a field. Yeah, I saw on my kids, lights out in the crib. Bitch, it's the magic one, uh huh, don't lose me in your ribs. It's the nasty one, uh huh, she feels fantabulous. I got <laughs> what you asking for. Smoking on a film yesterday. Additional vocals. 
Amindi. I don't know who that is. But anyways, yeah, that's a little bit of Isaiah. Um, and it's nice. Well, you didn't hear that part because I didn't let it rock out. But J-Rock, it was nice to hear him uh, again, and I'm excited. For I was just thinking about music. it. Redemption was a while ago, it seems like. I think 2018 or 2019. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah, he'll probably drop this year, I'm sure. We need to stop with the super teams, by the way. The super teams? What do you mean? We need to stop with the NBA super teams. Oh, yeah, this for needs, sure, this dude. needs to stop. But, I mean, like, like I've... It needs to stop big time. They, It's not even working. So, like, fuck it. Like, the no, Nets... Did you see what the Lakers just did? What'd they do? They got Russell Westbrook. They did? And Carmelo now. Oh, my God, dude. It's <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. So, now you have LeBron, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, Carmelo, and Dwight Howard on the same team. That's ridiculous. You also have the baby on the Coupo, too. Yeah. And then you still <laughs> yeah. got what's going on in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, we need to stop, please. It's not fuck even, all. You can put as many people even, as you want in L.A. Pistons are coming for you. You ass. know what I love? <laughs> yeah, shout out Kay Cunningham. Yep. He put on a show. But, no, man, I it's just making it not enjoyable. Like, I love to see the best people go at each other. Like, not on the same, not squatting up on people. That shit's getting annoying. That shit is mad annoying about the NBA. That's my biggest, I think that's the biggest flaw with the NBA for sure. But, if any, if we learned anything from this year's playoffs, that shit don't really matter because look who was in the finals. Fucking Minnesota and Phoenix, you know? Doing it like Minnesota. And then, I mean, look at the final four. Atlanta. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. who, who was it? Atlanta, yeah, it was like, Denver. The final four was all teams that hadn't been yeah. in it like 50 plus years. It's fucking crazy. So Spe- on, Speaking of that, uh, I happened to watch the Malice at the Palace doc yesterday. I haven't seen it yet. <sighs> I want to see it it's because. It's so good, man. Is it really good? Yeah, it's real good. Like how they paint. Uh, I mean, because it, it's. The only people, only players getting interviewed. You got Ron Artest. You got well, Ben's uh, on there, right? Ben is on. Ben is the only Piston from yeah. that spoke on it. You got uh, what's the name? Jermaine O'Neal, Stephen Jackson. Stephen Jackson. Those are like the four players. Mm-hmm. And then it was like the coach at the time. I forgot his name. But the coach Pacers of coach. The Pacers. I don't remember who the coach of the Pacers was at the time. And you got the fan that uh, you got the fan that got punched by Ron Artest is on there. Too. He was the wrong guy too. <laughs> it wasn't even the guy that threw the beer. No, 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 no. It was the guy that went to the that went down on the court and tried oh, to square up with him. It was okay. that guy. Okay. Oh, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. When fucking Jermaine O'Neal slides in with a haymaker. Yeah, dude. Honestly, <laughs> so I remember hating on those guys when that happened because obviously I was a Pistons fan, you know, and I was stupid and young in high school and everything. And listening to Jermaine O'Neal on uh, Ebro in the morning give his, like, side of things made me, like, totally have a different respect for him. And, like, holy shit, he they was were kind of, like, out be, there on their own, He bro. was supposed to be that guy. Oh, Jermaine yeah. O'Neal was supposed to his, be, like, that guy. And everything of his career after that was overshadowed I by feel that fight. Ter- and if you really think about it, too, and they talk about this in a documentary, Ron Artest won a ring with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Steven Jackson. Won a ring with uh, who was it? San Antonio. Jermaine O'Neal never got there, man. No, I know. So it's just really sad. Like, and he was the main guy that was like all business, like all basketball. Like, Ron Artest was going through his shit. Like, he was what he missed practice or something like that. Like, he took a leave of absence and then he went to go announce at the Source Awards or some shit. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. He was doing crazy shit back then. He had like a therapist w- with him like twenty four seven too. Yep. Yeah, he had a he had a <laughs> therapist to actually travel with him. Yep. Um. Yeah, he was going through some shit back then, and like, and he had to just think about it. I mean, he what he did was stupid, like getting on, like laying down on the fucking table and all that shit. But like, he had a human reaction to a fucking 
spear getting tossed at him. Like, he, he I think actually, pretty much 90% of the world would react that he way. He actually touched up on when he left, too. Like, when he, he said he needed to change the pace, I didn't want to see another Indiana Pacers uniform as long as I live. So I, he was like, I asked to be traded. <laughs> and, then they were ta- and then Jermaine O'Neal, Stephen Jackson were talking about, dude, we just did all this shit for you, and you're going to fucking leave us in the middle of this. Yeah. So that was that. And then Reggie Miller retired after that year, too, because, you know, that was, yep. that was they were supposed to be that team. I loved the Pacers. That was my fi- that was my number two team back in the day because all my cousins are from Indiana and shit. So I I'm a giant di- diehard Pacers fan. Like the the Reggie Miller, Rick Smiths, Jalen Rose, Mark Jackson era. Like that was my yep. shit. <laughs> Jalen Rose, Michigan, Detroit boy. Yeah, they were amazing back then. Did you see? Uh, speaking of speaking of uh, Jalen Rose, did you see him on ESPN with Bodie James and Alchemist? Yeah, I did. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, J- Jalen's awesome, dude. He's always like he's always got his ear to hip hop and shit. So he's always like. I love up. when they when they got the first pick and they drafted Kay Cuttingham. You got the video of him doing the blade dance and shit. Yeah, yeah. On it. He goes like, Jalen, oh, sweet yeah. dude. Oh, <laughs> speaking of uh, Detroit boys that are in um, analyst bags now, uh, shout out Nate Burleson. Nate Burleson just um, signed a deal to be on Good Morning America. Did he? Yeah. Oh, good shit. So uh, yeah, Burleson's now gonna be doing sports and he's gonna be on primetime morning TV. So that's that was another one that's career kind of fell short to me, man. He did, he but his career good. after has been fucking phenomenal. I know. So he, I he, he had a good second. <laughs> he, he had a good second half. Uh, another one would be like an Emmanuel Outcho or yep. something like that. So they had like a really good like second half of their. No, yeah, I and it, it makes sense too because Michael, if you watch uh, you watch Nate Burleson on TV, he's great. He's a great color commentator and. Uh, great analyst. Who's my man? Who's the dude that played for the Giants and is all over TV now? Michael uh... Strahan. Yeah, Mike yeah, Strahan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's like, another one. He's probably the most successful out of all of them because he did the, you know, Regis. He took over for Regis Philbin during yeah. the fucking Regis King Kelly show. Yeah, that's true. So that's pretty badass. Uh... Um, what else was I gonna bring up? Oh yeah, okay. So in TV world, I forgot. I was slacking Hi, on it. Oh, yeah. Hi, Dave. Yeah, we'll talk about Dave. All right, so we'll talk about Dave first then. Um, the finale of Dave happened. I don't want to ruin it in case anyone hasn't seen it, but holy shit, I did not expect to cry Dave, watching a TV show Dave about Little Dave and Gator Little made Dickie. me cry, bro. <laughs> Dave and Gator made me cry. That was like, it was a really well-written show. I didn't know Ke- Kevin Hart produced it, too. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, Kevin Hart had a hand in the season. I'm a big fan of the guy that directed most of the episodes this season. His name's Ben Sinclair, and he was on this... Um, it started as a web series that was on HBO called High Maintenance that they optioned into a, um, a actual series, which is it's really cool because it's just like a human like it's just a show about human like human nature and humanity and shit because every episode follows a different cast of characters. Um, the only common thread is that Ben Sinclair who writes the show who plays a um, weed delivery guy who just rides around New York City on a bicycle and delivers weed to these people. That, and that's who the episodes end up being about, the different people that are his customers. So it's really, really well written, and it's uh, it's awesome. And so I, you could definitely see his influence on this in the way things were shot. Um, no, but, dude, Gata's G- story arc was Gata, my favorite part about this season, yeah. without a question. At, like, yeah. <laughs> no, Gata definitely had his time. I mean, I know last season he had the whole thing where, like, they – where he found out about his like mental health and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and that, that was, was like kind of set it up. Mm-hmm. No, this season though, just how they started it to where they ended it at, especially the weird ass one where he went to Rick Rubin's uh, yeah. Shangri La Studios yeah. and stuff like that. I love that episode. A lot Me of too. people don't. I love that episode yeah. personally, and it was like it, when he had to trip about. When Gato was like, "You gotta cut off my arm now, bro." <laughs> shit like that. I don't want to give it away, but that was. Yeah. I'm sorry about that, guys. If you, you know, if you haven't caught that up, that was but funny though. Anyway, but no, it was like 
it's just how it represents and stuff like that and just the meaning behind it. Because being, you know, I, I, yeah, obviously I don't know what it is like to be like white in a black culture type deal, but mm-hmm. that shit is. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, how they did that show, man. I really loved wild, the yeah. um, the basketball scene, too, with him and Taco. They were right. playing one-on-one against each other. That was really well done. Um, yeah, I don't know. Gata's interesting, too. So he was on No Jumper, right? Adam 22 Adam had 22. him on No yeah. Jumper. And I was watching some of that. And he was kind of moderately successful in hip-hop. Like, um, Gata? Yeah, he's got songs with Lil Wayne. He's got songs with fucking, uh, I think, like Snoop. How he's long got, ago was Rick this? Rick Ross. Uh, this, was, this predates Lil Dicky, so I guess he was... Um, he was really close with Tyga. Him and Tyga were good friends, and they were like in a rap crew together. And then um, that's when Tyga was on uh, Young Money, and so Tyga would bring him around the studio. And Wayne was there, and Wayne and Ty- or Wayne and Gata have three songs together. You know what's funny? <laughs> you know you know what's hilarious about that? That makes me think of that very first episode of Dave when when he met Gata and he said that exact same shit. What did he say? I don't remember. What, did, remember what the, was the line? Remember the very first episode? He goes like, "Yeah, man, I got three songs with Wayne off Swag Alone." Oh, he yeah. said that. I didn't remember. I don't, oh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's true. Then yeah. It. Yeah, I guess that's true. It is. So yeah, that's pretty cool. That, that was hilarious. The the intro to Gata was pretty funny. I yep. thought he was like one of fucking uh, YG's people. Yep. <laughs> my favorite, I think one of my favorite scenes of the whole thing is when he gets the, he's trying to get the uh, money transfer to YG's people, and he's like, I think he, I need to transfer ten thousand dollars to Blood Gang Entertainment. Please. <laughs> Blood Gang <laughs> Entertainment LLC. <laughs> See, what, was the, what was the what was the guy's name again? Uh, Nutty. Nutty. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Dave a, was well done, dude. Shout out to Lil Dicky. I think he should just stay doing that shit. Like, just stay doing TV because he's, oh, he's definitely. Really good at it. You know what, Dave? He he's putting himself in a position now where he can really drop anything, and it's just gonna be eaten up no matter what. Dude, it is. every time he and raps, he doesn't really he drop fucking, that much. He's really good. He hasn't like, really, really dropped that rapper. much music. If you're thinking about, no. he dropped that one album, Professional Rapper, and then he did like the Freaky Friday, and he did the Earth song, and yeah. that was about it, really. Yeah. I think he's spent too much. He's got all his. You know, time into the TV shows right now. I, I mean, that's, that's where's that? Fucking, dude, and I just saw that. Speaking of TV shows, by little by rappers, um, Atlanta's not coming out till midway through 2022. The first of the next season. Are we getting I'm another like, Gambino Jesus album? Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know what? Everybody's busy though. If you think about, all four of them are doing shit. Yeah, but you can't break that long. The last season was damn near two years ago. I'm gonna say, Lakeith <laughs> Stanfield's on like Oscar nominated movies now. Uh, What's my man? Brian Tyree Henry's yeah, pretty he's been, been a pretty lot of busy. Zazzy yeah. uh, Beat's been in a lot of shit. She's like, she's cool. That is like the dopest name ever. Zazzy Beat. Zazzy like, is it Zazzy or Zazzy? Zazzy, and that's a yeah. real name. Like that's yeah. <laughs> it's with a Z too. Beats with a Z. It's, that is pretty. Funny. <laughs> How is that your name? <laughs> um, Have yeah. you watched Flatbush Misdemeanors by any chance? Flatbush Misdemeanors. I don't on Showtime. Uh uh-uh. Dude, you need to get it. I don't you have need to Showtime. Get on. This, the first season just ended. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Like. It, it's about this, uh, so the story goes, it's about this art, like this guy, he moved to, I think they're in, I think like Yonkers or something like that, and he moves in with his roommate, or he moves in with his boy, like they were cool in middle school or elementary school or whatever like that, and it's just their story of, like testing their friendship, one, but then they meet this guy who, I forgot the dude's name, but. He the one guy's a teacher, and one of his students is in his class, and he meets him, 
he's a delivery guy for like some Korean restaurant or not. Well, I don't know what it's Car- Caribbean restaurant or some shit. Anyway, he knocks over his lean and <laughs> spills it. And the guy like pretty much threatens to kill him and stuff like that. And then the show goes on. They become boys and stuff like that. But it's about this like, like just like the antics and shit that go on in the story. Like one guy, like he has like a problem with Adderall and the other one okay. like, got it, it's yeah just watch it it's fucking I'll check it out, yeah. I'm explaining it terribly get, it's a lot going on in that show though I gotta get <laughs> Showtime back because I still never finished the I don't think I finished Shameless I think I'm like halfway through the final season and then uh now Dexter's fucking coming back so as much as I hated the final season in oh, the man. last couple I, I know I'm getting sucked back into watching this shit I can't not watch it like I just gotta watch this shit for so. all my uh superhero <laughs> Marvel fan DC fans out there uh Suicide Squad movie was dope by the way yeah I enjoyed it too yeah. I really liked it I think it was really well done the uh, opening James scene Gunn's had me monster. thrown off though I was like this is not the cast of motherfuckers that are about to be superheroes <laughs> <No. laughs> that fucking weasel bro that thing grossed me out <laughs> man no I really like that and then I want to another big shout out we actually just watched this today but it's, it's an anime series it's just on Disney Plus called Marvel's What If mm-hmm. and the whole premise is about the alternate timelines and universe like say for instance the one we watched today what if uh, a Peggy Carter actually was the first Captain America. Oh, cool. So stuff like that. And then the other one, the next one is going to be what if T'Challa, like Black Panther, like what if T'Challa was actually Star-Lord type deal? And just how that, like if Yondu actually picked up Peter, like T'Challa instead of Peter Quill. Uh-huh. And it's like this alternate timeline, like universe, and it just like plays out the scenario. The show is dope as hell. Like That's it's sweet. really cool. So, Dude, the one that I just got done watching today that I got caught up on finally, man, it, it's I think it's probably if not the best show, one of the best shows on TV right now. It's called The Godfather of Harlem. I've talked about it on here before. Um, it's with um, Forrest Whitaker, who plays Bumpy Johnson, and um, like his relationship with Malcolm X is a big part of it. And, you know, the um, the rift between Bumpy Johnson and the Italian mob bosses is basically what it centers around. And, dude, it is just so great. Every episode is insanity. Like, the, the one that I just finished, episode eight, was so nuts. And uh, shout out ASAP Ferg and Method Man were both on it too. They both had roles on this season. You know, Westside so. Gun dropped a song for that uh, soundtrack. Yeah, it was on the end of the episode. Uh, it was on the very end of today's episode. Nice. Yeah, Swiss Beats is the executive producer for all the music on the show too. So it's like all the music is super on point. For, um, uh, Forrest Whitaker, man, I don't give that man his flowers. By the way, he's just so good at acting; it's crazy. He has an Oscar, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. For, yeah, uh, the Last King of Scotland. Yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. That movie was fucked up, dude. It's weird that like <laughs> so many people came out of Fast Times or Richmond High. Uh-huh. I know yeah, he was in that too. A lot of that. people were in that the, movie. Yeah. Yeah, he was a, he was a football player. Yeah, oh, yeah, Jefferson. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, Sean another, Penn, too. Yeah, Sean Penn. Spicoli, of course. <laughs> so iconic. Uh, one Another show I've been watching, and this is for all my anime buffs that I really got into recently, was called uh, Darwin's Game. And it's amazing, and it's probably one of my new favorite animes. Is that the one you were telling me about the other night? Yeah, about yeah. the phone. So what the premise of it is this kid gets a text from his boy to join this game. And like a, It's like a phone game. It's like a mobile phone game or whatever. No thing, no big of deal of it. But as soon as you agree to those terms of use, and this is why, quoting South Park, read your terms of use. <laughs> <laughs> the snake comes out of the phone and bites you, and boom, you're in the game. Oh, the crazy. Premise, yeah, the premise is... Uh, you fight these like person versus person matches, or the one they got on that I left off is like this treasure hunt thing. But the thing is, you you win a bunch of money when you win, but people are trying to kill you. 
Interesting. So it's like a person versus person. Like you have to find this person or kill this person within like a certain amount of time, or you can surrender or Did whatever. You say it's a cartoon series. It's it's anime. It's anime. It's okay, anime. Cool. Yeah, it's called uh, Darwin's Game. Cool. I might but, actually yeah, check it's, that. I'm, I'm it's trying really to get into like. I don't know. I think maybe the reason that I can't get into anime is because I didn't grow up watching it. I feel like most people that are into it have been watching it for I mean, a like long time. myself, <laughs> like most uh most black kids were Toonami series. Like so Cartoon Network, five o'clock after school, you know the vibes like Dragon noticed, Ball Z. I've noticed a lot of hip hop artists love anime. Like it gets brought and up wrestling. quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in wrestling, yeah, that's for sure. Um all right, final thing that we want to talk about in the um, television world, uh, E-Man actually just brought them up a second ago, would be South Park, the crazy new extension that those Trey guys Trey Parker did. and Matt Stone, <laughs> I cannot Genius. say how much I love and respect you guys. So much. I'm scared to They're meet so y'all rich. because I heard I was never supposed to be my heroes, but They're I so would rich love now. to meet you my guys God. Holy day. shit. Oh, my God, They man. signed, so the contract now takes them to... Thir- uh, season thirty, which is six more seasons, and the fourteen uh, the fourteen movies aren't all going to be South Park movies. I guess no, they're not. There's like a horror movie. There's like a bunch of different shit that they're doing. Like yeah, I can't imagine <laughs> them all being South Park. Movies. Yeah, so there, it's going to be a bunch of different things that they uh, have. Optioned. But you saw the con- nine hundred million dollars, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, Tegrity Farms is real. Yeah. <laughs> so if you watch the show on the last couple seasons, Randy Marsh's character has moved to a farm in Colorado mm-hmm. and started a weed company called Tegrity Farms. And uh, it's been pretty much the funniest part about the show, I feel like, in the last few years. And so they made it a real thing. So now they are opening up their own legal weed company called Tegrity Farms. Tegrity Farms, Tegrity Farms. Dude, the, the pandemic Tegrity. special with the Tegrity Farms was so <laughs> hilarious, man. Oh, my God. I don't know how... Like, how does South Park get away with that shit on TV so often? Like, I just don't understand. It's South Park and then... like. Any FX show ever. Remember the, the episode? Part? Remember the episode where they ran out of internet and they were like all trying to like. Oh, and he jizzed all it. over the fucking Dude, thing. How was that on television? Like that was insane. Uh, <laughs> the only, I think the only one they got caught on was the Muhammad one. And that's when they had oh, the yeah. bomb threats and shit. That was a whole thing too. Wasn't there? There was a whole thing with Family Guy with that too, wasn't there? No, the they Muhammad made fun of Family oh, Guy. That's what it was. <laughs> they made fun of Family Guy. guy in that's that. what it yeah. was. Yeah. Speaking of they what, were destroying Family there Guy. Was a, uh, <laughs> there was an album we missed, by the way, too. I, I didn't listen to it, but the Madden 22 soundtrack is fucking I heard amazing. The, uh, I heard the song with Belly and Shensia. That shit is fucking crazy. You have Moray. I think it's on that. You have Sway Lee and Jack Harlow. You have Tierra Whack. You got Moneybag Yo. You got 42 Doug. You got J.I.D. Tank and the Bangas is even on here. Like Crazy. Um, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Let's see. Is that the one that Shen Sia is on? Because, man, I'm obsessed with her right now. Yeah, Belly and Shen Sia, how I'm feeling. I'm going to play a little bit of that real quick because her voice is just like... Something about the way Jamaicans sound singing or rapping is just like music to my oh, ears. Oh, and uh, uh, how did I forget Denzel Curry? Oh, your boy. Of course, Denzel Curry. I got to mention you. Here's a little bit of Belly and Shen Sia, how I'm feeling, off the Madden 22 soundtrack. Out tomorrow, Torrance, I'm coming for you. You already know. Legend was the moon, made a couple million. Hallelujah, that it was a dealer, was a toy. Called a homeschooler, never did homework. I love Belly, it makes me want to drop 50 on him right now. Grew up with the hustles and the killers. Now I'm kicking it with Puffy in the villa. Chiller, click full of zombies. You're a wax on here, too. Yeah, got real. About to get real. That's just how I'm feeling. That's just how I'm feeling. 
you actually look at the cover art too, you can see Tierra Whack clearly in a uh, Philadelphia Eagles jersey in the parlor. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think all of them are there. Yeah, this is crazy. That's Belly in the chair right there. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear a little bit of Shen Sia. That's just how I'm feeling. Hey, Belly. You're in a Q Dog pose. I just realized that. Mm, when you turn it down, I'ma burn it all to the ground. Make sure the whole thing. Them girl a red eye, never make right. Me, they are suffering life, them I get by. Never bow for the fame. No? Heads high, never come so all them I see a tear light. Been a real last bit from the ghetto. I ain't <laughs> never gonna switch, that's facts though. Can't get me out like stain. I'm a grow tough. No opinion. Here to talk with a bad tongue. Can't break me. Twiddle be so dumb. I'ma be a giant thief. That's why I'm doing it so cool sounding like fucking shit ever. <laughs> My big box got me feeling so bossy. Like Lauren Hill, me, I kill them softly. This a girl rather be called a naughty. Cause if my too lawyer, then it's gonna cost me. And this is how I feel. Fire. Yeah, that's sweet, man. I didn't know. Uh, I'm gonna have to listen to the rest of the soundtrack because it is loaded up. And speaking of Jack Harlow, man, that boy blew so fast. Like that, that fucking Lala Palooza performance shit looked crazy. Yeah, like his he intro had the crowd was going, fucking man. He had the nuts. crowd going. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Speaking of which, I saw that. Um, speaking of making the crowd go crazy, um, Lil Wayne had a concert in L.A. Last night, I want to say it was, and he brought out both uh, Wiz Khalifa and The Game during his set. I was like, damn, that would have been a sweet show to be at. Damn. <laughs> but um, Dude, I cannot wait for Bonnaroo. Oh, and yeah. I, that's... I just want to throw that out there. Like We're going to be talking about that up until the time we go, probably. Yeah, we got a lot on a uh, store here coming up because I'm leaving on Wednesday to go to Blue Ox Music Festival in Wisconsin. So shout out to Blue Ox Music Festival for hooking it up with a – a press pass to take me out there with Andy Case, um, who is a Beats and Bros alum from uh, Midwestern Gentlemen. Shout out to Midwestern Gentlemen, yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to him. Um, I'm excited for that. I It's going to be weird, though. So I, I'm a bluegrass fan, right? Like, I love gr- green sky bluegrass and, like, leftover salmon and shit. But I've never been to a festival where it's, like, a majority bluegrass the whole time. So right. it'll be weird for me. Like it, It's going to be probably, like, a culture shift for me because it's going to be a lot of, like, People that are more into like country and folk and shit like that. So it will definitely be cool. And then I get back for a week and then we take off in our RV, the three of us in here and Sean, uh, to go to Bonnaroo, which I'm really fucking excited for. Lizzo has a set on her own, which no one else is performing at the same time. So we'll get to see her. Um, I think the only conflict I got. My Morning Jacket got a three hour set. I'm so jacked. I think the only conflict was Little Baby and Rufus Who Sold. Yeah, that's the only one. And we could probably honestly catch a little bit of both if we wanted to. I just don't feel that Little Baby will be very good. I don't know why I still want to see Oliver Tree a little bit. I don't even know who that is, but you keep bringing this person uh, up, and I don't know. Oliver Tree, he's a fucking weirdo. (laughs) 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 Oliver Tree is playing the same time as Leon Bridges, and I'm very conflicted right now. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Oliver Tree. <laughs> Eric just told us uh, in the headphones that he saw him a couple years ago, and he is a fucking weirdo. No, yeah, Oliver Tree <laughs> looks in. No, did you see the video at Run the Jewels? Oh, I know who this guy is. <laughs> I am definitely not going to see him. He, 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 yeah, no, he weirds me out. Like, no, he looks like I, an I assassin just, in like I a know. fucking. Here's um, the thing: because he's so weird, I know he's gonna have a great stage show. I know it's gonna be great. I'm like, that's why I want to see it. He looks like a like an assassin. 
in like it's a like, Korean samurai where like, movie. Where it's like little baby, like I, I love, I love little baby, but I know what I'm gonna get. Oliver Tree, I have no idea what the fuck I'm gonna get. It's gonna be no weird. Idea. You know, know, you know he's gonna have something weird on. He's, oh uh, yeah, I saw, I've seen a couple of his videos. He's a weirdo. For oh sure. man, I'm so conflicted right now. I, I'm more than likely gonna do Leon Bridges, but I do want to see Oliver Tree. <laughs> but no, did you ever see the video when Run the Jewels spotted him out at Lollapalooza? It was like 2013 no. or something like that. If you could, it's on uh, it's on Oliver Tree's Instagram page. Okay. But he's like in the security stand, like with bowl cut and shit. He's about he's about 14 at the time or something like that. Still rocking a bowl cut, and Killer Mike just points him out like. This fucking weird kid right here is turning <laughs> up. He was supposed to like I like I was at Lollapalooza and Killer Mike and LP shouted me out and now I get to share a stage with him. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is super funny. Um well anyways, I think we are probably running a little bit long now. So speak- close out with some Oliver Tree. I was actually <laughs> want to close out no, with some <laughs> I actually opposite. I'm closing out with Leon Bridges. <laughs> Here's bad bad news. <laughs> we are opening with Oliver Tree, goddammit. Okay, we will. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Thanks Peace. for listening. Peace. Strong.